it's the interview queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Well, hi there, everyone. It's your girl, the Queen of NE, and I'm back for part two of the limited edition series. <laughs> Not really back. I wouldn't troll you like that. Or maybe I would. I don't know. It depends on my mood sometimes. You know how it is. But I'm back for part two of my out of retirement series limited edition chats with the one and only Mr. Colin West of Synergy Pro Wrestling, honey, because part one, Black Friday. Oh, chef's kiss. What a show. It was great. If you didn't catch it, IWTV, what with your life? Use code Synergy for five days for free. You're welcome. And now it's all about the ladies. The Women's Garden State Invitational 2020, honey, which is coming to you live December 12th, 7 p.m. Colin's here, and we're going to talk about it. Hey, buddy. Hi. Thank God I'm the one and only Colin West. If there were two of this, ugh. <laughs> Could we handle two of you? I don't know. Could I? I would hate that guy. Like, <laughs> I'd be like that guy is the worst. I get it now, everybody. I get oh it. God. I'm so sorry. Lies. Your little oh. self-deprecating humor. Yeah. What other kind of humor is there? For those of us in Jersey Upward, none. <laughs> Nuns. That's it. You liked Black Friday though. I love uh, Black Friday. I have I have it on good authority that it started Black Friday and it just ended about twenty minutes ago. That's a joke because the show was long. That's it. <laughs> but um. Yeah. <laughs> but no. What I want to know before we get into the women, like really quick, what'd you like? What stood out? Oh my God. Well, first of all, it, it was long, but I don't I don't really care about that because the quality was so good. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, if it's a long show, but you're giving me good wrestling, I'm not going to complain about it. If it's a long show and I'm bored, then I'll complain about it. Mm-hmm. Not the case for Black Friday. I loved that opener. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. talked about it last time. I was excited about it, but it over-delivered. I was yep. real into that. And they went out there to over-deliver. Um, they went out there to over-deliver for reasons for real uh that wasn't just like that wasn't a conventional opener and people said why'd you open with it and i said i wanted to put a strong first iwtv match out there and who did i mason (laughs) mason and ellis uh made me uh, like man they backed up everything i had to say about them and then some i'm really proud of those guys Really, really proud of those guys. Crushed it. Crushed it. I was super, super happy with the two of them. Really good storytellers. That I mean, people know Ellis to a degree. Uh, Mason, whether you like him or not, Charles Mason's going to be somebody next year. That's a keep your eyes on that guy. That's Big. a 2021 watch. You know? Because if I can talk about wrestling like this for a minute... He's the first guy in a long time that's figured out how to actually answer the question, well, if you're so rich, why are you wrestling? You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's always been the rich guy thing. It's like, well, if you hate poor people so much and you hate wrestling fans, then why the hell are you here? Right. You know what what I'm saying? 
Like, mm-hmm. you could say that about almost every rich kid or rich guy gimmick that's ever been out there. It's like, well, then why the hell are you bothering to wrestle? You have the money. You don't want to touch. Like, and Charles Mason said, no, I straight up, whatever you want, I get my rocks off on beating up poor people. Bam. Here we are. And this is just going to be a really, really uncomfortable fun ride with Mason. And Ellis Ellis needed that win, and I'm very glad that people are starting to talk about Ellis Taylor as Ellis Taylor and not as the second or third guy in Young, Dumb, and Broke, because he deserves his own lane. He sure does deserve his own lane, and you said that the last time we chatted, how he was, you know, he bet you five bucks he couldn't get over as a babyface. I mean, hello? And he owes me five bucks. He owes you five dollars, because it worked. (laughs) Oh, I was just so thrilled for that one. Yep. And there were so many great matches. The championship match was off the chain. Oh, you did like uh, oh, Corvus and Kirk? I was did like Corvus really and Kirk. Good. It was really, really good. It was really good. I still hate Brandon Kirk. But <laughs> I feel now I feel like Vince Vaughn at the end of Anchorman, where he's like, mm-hmm. Ron Burgundy, I plain straight hate you, but mm, do I respect you? That's kind of where I am with Brandon Kirk. I don't like him. But, you know, you get through Frightmare, Tony Depp and Warhorse, Jordan Oliver, Eric Corvus. And at some point, I just got to respect the work. Just got to do it. Yeah, I mean, when he when he's putting it in like that, that work, honey. Ooh. Work. Work. And it, it was good. It felt that's the other thing. It felt like a big match deal. Like it felt mm. like, oh, it's all on the line right now. And and yeah. I liked to feel that. That's how I like my championship matches to be. I like stakes. I like to feel like mm. it can be either one. Stake. I like to feel like, well, I like steak too. <laughs> Could go well, for one of those. <laughs> I mean, you say, you say what you will about Eric Corvus being my best friend and being a close friend in this business. But push comes to shove. Like, I know if I put Eric Corvus in a match like that, that's the feel you're going to get out of it. The man knows how to build stakes. He knows how to escalate something. He knows how to make something feel important and passionate. And, uh, you know, he didn't come out the winner, but he sure really proved that, you know, if we're talking a championship match at the he certainly still has what it takes to be in those matches. Yeah, I, and I think the fans feel the same way. It was a great championship match, and you bookended this show so well with Casey Catal, of course. <laughs> Cheers for that one. Yeah. See versus um, your boy there, who's not the Windy City King anymore, honey, TJ. <laughs> but uh, listen. Just the kid. Just whoop, the Windy City just Kid Just the Windy now. City Kid now. I know he's feeling salty about it, but man, the crown looks good on our girl Casey. It does. And I'll be I'll be perfectly honest with you. We in like that we're we're real about it. Like that crown went home with TJ Crawford. It went from my house to my car to TJ Crawford. And it went from TJ Crawford to Casey Catal. These are not things like, oh, we, we like this is the first time Casey put it on. You know, like I don't love that our very expensive Wildcat Championship belts synergy championship goes to Brandon Kirk's house every day. I don't <laughs> like it. But it does. And like we're we're very much uh, that kind of place where it's it's like you win it, you are the keeper of it. Absolutely. You know, roll with that. So the Kirk household is pretty blinged out for the holidays. It really it is. Blinged out. Very blinged out. It's got a little well, dynasty going on. I mean, we'll get there with the with the women's GSI, but we didn't I'm not making the road easy for her. She certainly, no, this match, I'm very excited for this. 
I'm very excited and I can't wait to talk about it all. I think where I want to start with this is, you know, we we had the pleasure of speaking with uh, Mr. Rob on the Bob Culture Podcast. Shout out to you, Rob. Shameless plug, as you would say. Love. 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 Like legitimate platonic man crush on that man. He is... (laughs) He is, I can't even make jokes about it, like platonic man crush on that man. He is just such a good human. I oh, love him to death. And Derek there, too, was just like oh cherry God. on top. I've known Derek for a couple of years over at Rap and Wrestle and IQ 101. Good man. Just, ugh. We go back so far that we there's an episode early on where Brandon Kirk and I are good friends doing a podcast together. So that's, that's how long how, we go back. That's how long you go back. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> little inside track for y'all. Oh my God. Yeah. But what, what a fun chat that was. And, and it made me think of something I wanted to talk with you about because creating this women's GSI, you know, you mentioned a little bit about it when we were chatting with Rob and, and Derek, but when this kind of came to fruition, did you think that you would get the response that you got? Because honey, people are hungry for it. Yes, it did. And it just, um, I did because I suck at a lot of things. I do. I'm a, I, no, I'm a flawed human being. I speak out of passion a lot. Um, I can, in my personal life, not with synergy, but in my personal life, I'm a really bad procrastinator. I just can't, you know, I, I, I pick the cigarettes up. I put them down. I pick them up. I put them down. I have a lot of flaws, but, and I have a lot of flaws as the owner of a wrestling company. But the one thing that I try to really do and it's why i sit out at the production table for the whole show from start to finish every event i'm i'm watching the people i mean i'm watching the fans i'm watching tim and faith and i'm watching cody and the vikings and melissa and azalea and and i'm watching christine and nick and uh, you know lynn and jerry and everybody who comes to all the shows and i just started to notice that like the women in our crowd who are a large majority of our crowd were really excited about our shows, but, and our events, but there was an extra little spark when Tara Calloway would come out or when Casey Cattell would come out or when we had Nyla Rose or Gabby Ortiz or Maria Manic or jazz or Willow Nightingale on past shows. There was an extra, like there was an extra something. And especially from, especially from the girls, like the you know the teenage girls or the younger girls who were there, there was just the extra. Like I remember seeing the look on on one of the one of the girls' faces the first time she saw Tara Calloway come through the curtain with the big dinosaur skull <laughs> head, and and it was just like I'm 37 and I'm gonna try to use the kid phrase. It hit different for her, and it, I like her reaction across the room to me hit different and I just locked on that girl for like a little bit and I'm not I'm not saying that I'm a genius because I'm not it's just there are so many little girls who love wrestling and teenage girls who love wrestling and young women and middle-aged women and older women who love wrestling and they're being underserved by a lot of things and I looked at it and I said well we're we're not doing our job because we're just another tournament that's gender biased, accidentally gender biased. But I kind of looked at it and I'm like, 
you can't tell me that we can't find eight incredible women to put in a tournament because we can. So it, it, I, I had a feeling. Did I think it was going to kind of escalate the way it has? No, but the initial response that we got, I, I kind of felt. Uh, and, and I'm glad that we did it. And I hope a ton of people, you know, drop and watch on IWTV. But either way, uh, I don't really care about the financial end of it because at the end of the day, I'm glad we did this. It's important that we did this. It's super important you did this. It, and you read the room, the wider variety, the wider wrestling room, I guess. Not just physically where you were, but uh, around the interwebs. And for those of us who watch your shows from home, I think it was something that we responded so viscerally to. You know, you said it the other day, and I've been saying it, and my friends have been saying it. It's like women put wrestling on their back this year and just carried it all the way through this pandemic, bringing that entertainment to us on, uh, from all levels, from the tippity top all the way down. It, it was like women said, I got this. Let's do it. And and that is such a great thing to see. And now there's a show for all women celebrating women's wrestling. Uh, that's like, how do you get better than that? And, and that's the, the thing that from the beginning um, – I kind of said, if this is going to be genuine, I can't really run it. Like, right. this is not going to be a synergy thing in that you're not going to see most of the roster, one. But two, I promise you that unless something goes wrong and I have to check on somebody or do something crazy, you're not going to see me in the ring or hear my voice at all. The show is going to open with a video of women. It's going to go directly to Ariella Nix our ring announcer, then it's going to go right to our female commentary team and every referee, every wrestler that you see in that ring is going to be a woman. And otherwise I would just be another dude trying to capitalize on, on women and going to Faye Jackson and going to Tara Calloway and saying, please help me because I don't know as much as I should. Cause just like every everybody else, I'm flawed when it comes to my knowledge. I need you to educate me, you know, and having having that kind of openness to say, I don't want, I really don't want any credit for this. I don't at all. We are putting on the show, big deal, big deal. We're not doing the work. We're not the people. I'm not, I'm not the person anybody's coming to see. I'm not making the sacrifices. I didn't put a bulk of the show together. That's Faye and Tara. Like, I, I'm serious when I say that, like, any anything anyone, any any nice thing anyone has to say about the show, please direct it to Faye Jackson, at Faye Jackson 419, at Tara Calloway. Please direct it to them and the roster uh, because it's it's about them first. I'm just kind of making sure that the supports underneath the stage are where they're supposed to be. And they're doing all the work and the heavy lifting and the performing. And I, I want to be clear that like, if this wasn't a by women for women show, it wasn't worth doing. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be. I, and I think that that's something that, that we um, female wrestling podcasters and female media um, can really applaud 
for and female wrestling fans in general. Like this is something that, to my knowledge, hasn't been done. Like top to bottom, all women. But the thing that's crazy is why not? That's what I want to know. Why, why not? And why why does everything out there like? Uh, and this is I'm not trying to throw shade, but why yeah. why does everything have to be? Why does everything have to be, you know, if it's an all-women's show, why does it have to be busty broads? And why? 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 And I'm not trying to, again, that's not me throwing shade. I'm not just talking about one company. I'm talking about the industry at, right. in general that for a long time thought that bra and panties matches were a justifiable championship caliber women's stipulation. We all failed. And I did, too, because I watched and supported products that did that, and I, I backed it. And I thought for a while, oh, this is – so this is not me throwing shade. This is saying that, you know what, we almost fell into the trap again earlier this year. When speaking out happened, it was, oh, good for them. Oh, good for them. And it almost became, oh, let's pat him on the head. Good for you. You got to say your thing. Now let's get now. Let's 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 go back to status quo. And I think this time we had strong enough people to say no. Right. No, right. no, there is no status quo anymore. This is a fundamental change in this business. Things are not going back to normal, even if one or two places want to pretend that nothing happened. Everybody else knows. You know, and, and things have to change. Plus, you can't pretend. And just in case for people who didn't see or listen to Bob Culture this week with us, you can't pretend that Oscar didn't carry Raw for three months. Yeah, can't before, pretend that. You know, you can't pretend that. And now you can't pretend that Brandy Rhodes isn't one of the most powerful humans in pro wrestling. You can't pretend that the Impact Tag Team Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament isn't going on like amazing you know you can't pretend that women of honor isn't amazing and what they're doing at mission pro is really cool and really important and even women like kim artlip who runs ignite wrestling in florida there are women's women promoters who are killing it and for next year i really just want to see more women in power i think the business is better i want to see more women in power and like her or not, or say what you're going to say, Stephanie McMahon doing unbelievable charitable work. You know, I mean, it, it's all over the place. And they're just, it's a nice, it's a nice start. But we need more. If women are 50% of the population and 59% of the college graduates in this country, then uh, they really should be running about half the business, right? I mean, I would say so. <laughs> I would say so. Too. I would say so. And that's just real talk right there. And and that's what I think is so wonderful about this tournament. It's going to give people not only what they were looking for and what they wanted, but maybe even things they weren't expecting. Mm -hmm. Because what I enjoy about it, this is there's people I know, there's people I don't really know, people I'm eh, kind of familiar with. And other people, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I don't know you. I need to go figure it out. I need to educate myself. Me too. The best. Me too. Two months ago, I didn't, I, I was not, I knew who all these women were, but there are a couple I hadn't seen in a little while or I hadn't seen enough media on. And there are women who I'd known for years, like Riley Shepard, who I thought I knew, but then got injured and came back with this different style and surprised the hell out of me. 
and I had to re-educate myself about what they are and what they did. And and Riley was always great, but just using her as an example, boy, she's really become a badass now. She really so has. Cool. I know. And just I'm excited that these women are excited because I look up to Trisha Dora. I look up to Holla Dead. I look up to Tasha Steeles. I look up to Jordan Blade. I look up like and and I look at all these women who I, I either have met or I'm excited to meet or I've been a real big fan of their work. And I and to see these women excited about this gets like I'm just I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Not only are they excited about it. to go. Right. Not only are they excited about it, you got Holodet out there licking a knife. Mm. Come Mm. on. Now, if you haven't seen that, what are you doing? Mm. Go to at Holodet and go watch that video, because if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. You got got Holodet out here licking a knife. You got Jordan Blade, who's got, I don't care what anybody has to say, Jordan Blade, Best suit game in pro wrestling. The Good, honey. Jordan Blade's suit game is... Mwah. Trisha Dora very calmly talking about training and preparing. Erica Lee and her underdog story. Riley Shepard out there. Tasha Steele's retweeting everything. Willow and Gabby. Say, ah, mm, 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 mm. Good stuff. Mm. Mm. So mm. good. I mean, Holiday versus Riley Shepard. Gabby Ortiz, Willow Nightingale. Yeah. Erica Lee, Tasha Steeles. Ooh, Trisha Dora, Jordan Blade. Then mm. on, that's your tournament. And then you come on out here and you tell me Casey Gattel is facing Solo Darling. And then I just said, excuse me? Yes. I'm sorry. What is happening? <laughs> excuse me? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think I need to sit down. And Ooh. I just was like so excited about it. And then you have a dope tag team match because you know you got to get Faye and Tara Calloway in there, right? You got to get them in there. They help make the show. You know we have this to have was, it. This was this was in the works before Tara was had made any kind of decisions to come back. And I was just the obnoxious, oh please come back, please come <laughs> back. And then she she ah, that that and then she faved me. And came back and won the Interspecies King Crazy Championship. And I was so, so thrilled for her. So thrilled. Because that, you know, this business missed her more than she missed the business. And I'm very glad. And then to have Nikki Adams come back to pro wrestling. And this will be her second match back. Oh, so cool. I'm so excited. And and I hate to say it. I love them both, and as much as I love them both, they're probably the underdogs because Corinne Mink and Faye Jackson are two bad, 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 bad people. Ooh, bad. They're going to get you. Bad. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 in for it, but it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a really fun tag team match. I mean, what a card. What a card. I have to know, what did Faye and Tara insist was, or who, rather, did they insist was the first person on their list for this tournament, for this card? Oh, God, it was... How it happened was this. I said, give me give me a dozen people that you're really targeting and you're really looking at. And on the count of three, we're all going to send our list at the same time. And anyone who's on all three lists, we're going to that's how we're going to. And then, you know, but every woman on this card was on our lists Amazing. as we walked in. So it was somebody that was not on my list. Uh, they should have been. I just wasn't educated. And they educated me on on people mm, like I, I didn't I, I didn't know Erica Lee well enough. I didn't. 
Because I did what a lot of people do. I'm like, oh, she's not from around here. I'm probably never going to have the opportunity to book her. She's in a different territory and blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, stop being an idiot. Stop. Do your homework. You know? And unfortunately, during like this era when budgets are lower and things are lower, there are promoter things that you say in your head that I really had to get out of my head. Like, it's going to cost too much money in transportation and it's going to be impossible to get them here and blah, 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 blah. When I should have been asking the questions like, no, I need to make this match happen. You know, Trisha Dora, Jordan Blade. Jordan Blade is the right opponent for Trisha Dora. Make the match happen. Mm. You know, and that is where Faye and Tara were really invaluable. Like they were priceless in the shut up and get it done. This is what needs to happen. And they were also really, really valuable in the um, in the way of constructing a roster that is all. When we look back, it's this first field is is 16 women. Who 14 women. 27 women i can't do math but it's, <laughs> it's, it's a group it's a group of women that all like and respect each other and get along and are happy to see each other and are happy to to be working together and i'm not saying anything negative about anyone else i'm saying something positive about these women and it's just a nice feeling to know that we're putting a spotlight on people who deserve it for their work but also deserve it for the kind of people they are that's so nice to hear that's so nice to hear and and i i know it's gonna be great wrestling that's another thing i i know i can feel it i i trust in this build that you've made uh in terms of this bracket and how it's laid out and so nice Mm. and and i just feel like I, i don't even know what i'm looking forward to the most because each of them has something that I'm excited for either because I don't really know you quite yet, or I know one of you, but not much, right. or I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> and I like, love you. Holiday <laughs> and Gabby. They're my favorite. Sorry. I like everyone else, but it's just true. Um, and, and like, I'm pumped for Trisha Dora Jordan Blade. I'm pumped. Yeah. But because you aren't technically running the show you get to like have a different a little bit of a different perspective this time what are you looking forward to i am looking forward to just in conversations that i've had behind the scenes women who are excited to break conventional expectation yes Yes. women who are excited to say Oh, these people think I'm going to come in here and be this kind of wrestler? Oh. Oh, okay. We'll see. You know, like, I I love... Because let's... There's a lot of times that women have to go in and I'm being booked to be the tap-out machine. I'm being booked to be the cutesy underdog. I'm being booked to be the pretty girl, which should never be the case for anybody. Because, like... Imagine the uproar if somebody was booked just to be the pretty guy. The, like, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, double standards. Come but, on. Come on. Like, I, I love how many women are walking into this show to prove a point. They're coming to prove a point, And uh, it, it's just a matter of these women trying to prove how deep the business is for women right now. How deep the talent pool is. 
I think that what I'm really looking forward to the most is that the matchups are on point. Yeah. The right people are wrestling the right people. The matchups are so good. And even if you don't know the people that well in particular matchups, trust me, the matchups are right. They're good. They're strong. You don't have to wait. It's like anytime I build a tournament and people say, why is this a first round match? Like people said it about uh, KTB Simon Gotch or sure. Jordan Oliver Myron Reed this year. I said, this is a first round match because I didn't want people to be like, oh, are we going to get it? Do we have to wait? Do we have to hope that this is? No, you're going to get it. You're guaranteed to get it. We're doing it in the first round, you know, and for especially like, let's say uh, Trish and Jordan, for example, it's a match people want. It's a match they want. I shouldn't make you wonder if you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're absolutely going to get it. I'm getting so, all the nice things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa and happy Hanukkah and Boxing Day and All Saints Day and Arbor Day and all that nonsense. Everything. Day, all of it. No, I, and that's it. Is I don't think that people should get bait and switched. Mm-hmm. I don't think that people should sign up and cross their fingers that they get what they want or they're hoping for. Just give it to them. Just give it to them. Give the people what they want. And worry about the rest later. Yeah, because I think it's all going to come out great. And and no matter no matter who wins, right? I think we all win as fans because I, I just really believe that we're going to see some dope wrestling. I'm That's not even going to put lady wrestling or female nope. wrestling. Just dope wrestling. No, I think that, that really we look at it and top to bottom, I'm like, this is a good to great pro wrestling show. Yeah. This is going to be a really good pro wrestling show. And yes, it's a women's GSI, but I don't think that anybody's going to be focused on the fact that these athletes were women afterwards. They're going to focus on on the wrestling, and the wrestling is going to be really good. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm living. Yep. And um, we're not worried about who's wearing what no. and who's scantily clad and who's looking like. Nah, nope. These women like I'm going to be real with you just in case you're wondering. These women are coming strapped up. They are coming to fight. Oh, they are coming. To, they are coming to hit each other with some really snug forearms. They are coming to tap each other out like they're coming to prove a point and be badass and hurt people. Like this is this is a this is a, a platform for women athletes, not lady wrestlers. Like right. these, are, these are athletes, and they are top notch athletes. From capoeira experts to mat technicians to Brazilian jiu jitsu to high flyers, like these are athletes, and they're gonna show out. Yes, honey. Yes, mm. they are. And one of them is going to win and hold up the Hearses Bigger Trophy, honey. Yep. If you haven't seen it, right, you can go to uh, Synergy's Twitter page and you can see this beautiful little video that's been put together about it. I and uh, we were on audio. I was like, we are on audio. Me. what are you talking about? I know. <laughs> they can't see me. I'm like John Cena. <laughs> I know. So, I want to know who you are maybe not, not necessarily if you have to make a pick because that's that's kind of corny Tell but like what do you who are you who are you most excited to see 
that isn't that would kind of surprise me maybe because I know you have your favorites but if you had to pick someone or a match that maybe I wouldn't expect you to talk about being excited about in this tournament Mm -hmm. you know how I feel about Jordan Blade absolutely right right and my favorites that are in here but I'm going to tell you that I'm excited for Erica yeah I looked into her after our chat earlier this week just a little little more education because I mm-hmm. saw a couple things, but I wanted to know a little bit more. And I was like, oh, I'm very yeah. intrigued. I'm intrigued. So now I like want to see her versus Tasha Steeles because Tasha Steeles is that I'm telling you, yep. you don't mess yep. with her. Yep. So I'm like, OK, how is it? How is what is happening? I, I, I'm pumped for Erica. I really am. I'm excited. Erica is in a really good position because there is something. And I was talking to uh, Mr. Warren Hayes about this and Kristen from Bell to Bells recently in that, hey, sometimes there's a, like the narrative is, oh, well, Erica's going to have a lot to gain and defeat here. She's going to really get to show out and blah, blah, blah. What if she wins? Yeah. What if she does? What if she wins? What if she beats one of the two prohibitive favorites in the tournament? Like, what? What then? Ooh, like, sure. I, I'm I'm tired of this this kind of narrative of oh these women are going to show out in defeat. What if they win? What if she wants it more? What if Tasha Steele says whatever, honey? I got television. I'm coming here to get a paycheck, and Erica Lee is coming to knock the girl out. Like Could you're happen? dealing with a woman who it calls herself the gummy bear kid who comes out to Tootsie Roll by the 69 boys. Which is fantastic, by the way. <laughs> and up until like two days ago, her Twitter profile picture was her face covered in blood tapping a, tapping another woman out. That's right. What? What is this? And when you get that dichotomy of character, you go, maybe I need to be more scared of Erica Lee than I thought I did. Maybe we need to give her a little bit more of our attention. That's yes. what I'm saying, because that's yeah. what it is, because I was I'm familiar with pretty much everybody else. And, um, you know, that one, I was like, mm, I got I got to be more excited about you. I was wrong. Yeah. I need to be more excited. And now I'm really excited. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And I am, too, because that was when Davian went out um, with real world concerns and she couldn't be a part of the tournament. And it was through mm-hmm. no fault of her own. Uh, and I'm telling you right now that I will work with Davian anytime, anyplace, anywhere. She is just class in all ways. Um, Faye and Tara independently in separate messages told me Erica Lee had to be the replacement. Wow. Independently. And I was like, okay, then it doesn't really matter. I need to do more homework on my own time, but I need to go get her. uh, I need to get her signed immediately. If these two women who know this much both dropped her name without talking to one another, I said, yeah, okay, we need to go get her. And you got her. Mm -hmm. And now she's on the card, and now we're going to have a grand old time. Mm -hmm. Plus, we Mm -hmm. have a fun tag team with some Mm -hmm. returning people that I'm so excited about. (laughs) I'm so excited about, and I love Faye. So anything Faye does, I'll watch anyway, regardless. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I'm in for that. Are Are you Creep Squad? I mean, are, I, you, are you I, creep squad? Are you wholesome gang? What's going on there? I, I, I don't know. Whatever she wants me to do. <laughs> Whatever hey, she wants me to do. Hey, I'm sure hey, really I love that. Hey, Whatever she pre- says, I'll do. Hashtag Prager creep squad. <laughs> yeah, Prager creep squad. Prager creep 
on. It's on. <laughs> it's perfect. Perfect. Um, then you got this uh, crown match here. Cruiserweight mm. crown. Casey's first defense. He did not make it easy for her. I love Casey. I expected you to, but I no. She didn't want me to. She didn't <laughs> want me to. She did not want. She did not want to be a feel good story. She didn't want to be. Oh, I beat T.J. Crawford. Look, I got my due, and now I'm gonna coast. She, no. No. She she said to me, listen, if I'm gonna defend this crown on this women's GSI show, I want to stand out. And I love her. And she's infinitely gifted. She could lose. She could? Very, she could very easily lose. Very easily lose to Solo, darling. And that is no shade. That's just what it is. I mean, I mean Solo. Oh. My God. I mean, it is nice. And it's nice to feature people in different ways. Because you have both halves of the bird and the bee in singles competition. I just was going to say that. Lanes. Um, Solo can win this. Not easily. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be really good. But Solo can win this. I mean, this is a this is a matchup where if I really looked at it, I'd say if they wrestled 10 times, it would be 5-5. I mean, they'd go to a draw. These, these women are very evenly matched. Solo's a little bit more rough and tumble than you think and can go with Casey if Casey decides to brawl out. And Casey's a little bit more technically adept than you think. And she can go with Solo if Solo wants to take it to the mat. And uh, I don't know. I mean, look. The the story of 2020 was Casey Cattell winning the cruiserweight crown. But in one night, it could turn into two women, two different women hold this crown in back-to-back months. And now it becomes a female-dominated championship. And woof. I'm just here for it. Casey and Solo is a really dope matchup. Really dope. I'm excited about it. I keep like staring at the the card picture and I'm just like, yes, I can't wait. (laughs) So excited. I'm so excited for this card. And I hope everybody else is too, because this is going to, this is going to mean something. This is going to be such an enjoyable night of wrestling on top of that. You know, it's meaningful. It's going to be impactful. It's going to be hard hitting. <clears throat> I, I feel like we're going to get some some surprises and things we weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Are you going to put together that iTunes list of the themes? Because I saw you tweeting about it. Like, uh, are we going to uh, get I a playlist? I can do it off the record. Yeah, sure. I don't yeah. need I don't need people coming for me for for copyrights, but I'll, no, I'll no. figure something out. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the other thing I do want to say. Yeah, you're not going to get. You're not going to get a curtain call. You're not going to get a big, all the ladies come out for a hug. You're not going to get all this because I don't want to treat it like it's special. I want to treat this like it's the new normal. I want to treat this like this is business as usual. Because the only way that this is going to become the norm like it should be is if we start treating it like it is the norm. And if we treat this, and if we treat this, if... I would be doing no one any favors. I would be awful in a way if I was just, if I had a hooray for the girls. Oh, yay. Look at what you did. And oh, don't we all feel good? Like that's so patronizing. It's so patronizing. These women are competitors and athletes, and I'm not going to ask them to train and work their butts off 
to come in and beat each other up all night and then have a big group hug in front of the trophy afterwards. Like, and just, it, it's, they deserve better. Mm. So this isn't going to be a, uh, look what we did for the women. No, it's what they, it's what women in this business should have been getting for years. So we're going to treat it like it's normal because it should be normal. Will you bring it back next year? Uh, I mean, if the demand is there and I don't see why it isn't, then absolutely. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I get the numbers back and 14 people watched and I lost <laughs> thousands of dollars, then I, I'm not going to say no. I'm just going to say, boy, uh, uh, y'all didn't really walk the walk with this, did you? But <laughs> I, don't but I, can't, I can't foresee that being the case. I think people want this. I think people are are happy about it. And I think that uh, there's no, I would like if there were I would like if other people looked at this and said, oh, oh, cool. There's an audience here. And you were given uh, options for women's tournaments like this next year. Options. Give it give us give it to us. Why not have a women's this and a women's that? Why don't we have a queen of the ring? For God's sake, you got the money. Do it. You know, there there should be more besides championships. There should be more moments of prestige for women. Hundred percent. So uh, I will say right now is the plan to have a 2021 women's GSI. Yes. Dope. Yeah. Love that. Love that for us. Me too. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. So last I checked. Um, which will be uh, Wednesday. And when you're hearing it, it's Thursday. There were some tickets still available. Is that still true? Very small amount of tickets available. Um, we're not selling them at the door. And the reason we're not selling them at the door is because we can only sell to a certain amount. And I don't want to, I don't want people to drive to the show on a cold day and get turned away. Right. And I don't want to have a family of four roll up. And here we have two tickets left and I legally can only let two of you in the building choose fight <laughs> for it. No, but like I'd rather uh, ultimately I would rather sacrifice those one or two tickets and though that what 20, 20, 40, 50 bucks and just be able to space people out more mm -hmm. that I'm not I'm not going to break COVID protocols. Not going to do it. It's not worth it. Not worth it. These women deserve to be wrestling in front of the hundreds and thousands of people, obviously. But we can do that next year when it's safe to do it. So whatever we sell online leading up to the show is what there is. Please don't show up at the door looking up for right. looking for tickets. They will not be there. So please order in advance. That's all I can say. Wonderful. Order in advance. And if not... You can watch on IWTV, honey. Watch Shit. with me. I'm gonna be live tweeting. Use the use the hashtag. I uh, I think what I really want out of this night, because I know the the wrestling's gonna be great. All I want is for this hashtag to trend. I want for these women to look back and say that they were talked about, that they were the talk of this business for one night. I want this to trend very badly, not for me, but for the women on this show. So hashtag WGSI2020. Please trend it. That's all we I will try our Please hardest to do trend it. it. 
we got to we got to because it's it's going to be a really good time and join it's IWTV and if yeah. you want to watch it for free all you need to do is plug in the coach synergy right Colin right and you get Love 5 it. days free 5 days then, free hey as soon as we're done you can flip over and watch the the ICW pit fighter stream that's happening the same night you get two like you get two free like you sign up with the promo code you get two free streams on your first night watching it gets no better than that. It doesn't. It doesn't. So it you doesn't. should it completely do that. Yeah. Trend this hashtag. I'm serious. Let these women know. I do not care. Gift the show. Cap the show. Take little videos of the show. Put them everywhere. Get these women over. Put these women over. Put them on a pedestal. Celebrate their work. Hell yeah. Mm. Do it. Do it. Do it. Sweet. Well, Saturday, 12-12, 7 p.m., IWTV, Women's GSI 2020, honey. 2020, honey. 2020, honey. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. I'm excited. I know you're excited. Oh, yeah. Everybody's excited. We need to get more excited and more people to come watch this amazing show, top to bottom. It's going to be super fun. I can't wait to see who wins. And uh, I got to thank you for coming on to chat with me for part two of our series here with such a great Black Friday show. And I know this is going to close out 2020 with such good, good feels. Hey, you want a uh, you want an exclusive? I mean, I was going to ask before we left. So, yeah, if someone uh, if someone is uh, listening and has made it all the way through uh, confirmed Synergy 1221, the Saturday of New Year's week. Uh, we are closing out New Year's weekend on IWTV on Saturday, January 2nd with Synergy 1221, unless the governor shuts us down, which I don't think he will based on right now. The scheduled main event for that show is Brandon Kirk versus Jordan Oliver for the Synergy Pro Wrestling Championship. Yes. Happy New and Year. Confirmed. Confirmed. Casey Cattell, win or lose, we're giving her the night off. She will be live on commentary all night long with MC Hale. Oh, yes, honey. Plus, Frightmare and the Whisper gets done. January so there's your there's your triple announcement. You're getting first, January 2nd, 2021. Kirk Oliver for the championship. Casey on commentary. Frightmare and the Whisper finally happens. So that is... And then we go on hiatus for the winter. We go we go be groundhogs for a little while. But I wanted to get that done. So women's GSI 12-12, is uh, the last Synergy show of the season. Oh, my God. Happy 2020, kids. Mm. Brandon Kirk, Jordan Oliver for the championship. And we get Whisper Frightmare. I'm going to yep. freak out. Mm-hmm. I'm freaking out already. I can't wait. I, mean, I could, I could, God, I just want to run down this card. It's really good. I mean, Nerd World Order in the house, KTB <laughs> in the house, Eric Corvus in the house, Ellis Taylor, Charles Mason, TJ Crawford, all in the house, the return of Leon St. Giovanni. We are, LSG. it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a dope, 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 dope night. What a great way to close out the Synergy Wrestling season. Why well, you put <clears> it here <throat> first. Thanks for the exclusive, pal. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Oh, and I'm really excited. Now we have to chat when uh, this is over. So, Uh (laughs) anywho. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for coming on the show and talking with me. I love you so much. Love Synergy. And uh, y'all, you need to watch this Women's Garden State Invitational the 12th of December, Saturday, 7 p.m. IWTV. Please tune in. Hashtag it. WGSI trending. Watch the show. Thank you. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day. And please continue to be kind to one another.